0: Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Today, I wanna just share Uh, on something that I've called Awaken the Senses. Awaken the Senses. Does that sound okay? Let's pray then. Lord, we pray that today you would awaken our senses. Lord, that you would open our ears to hear everything that you're saying to us. Lord, that you'd open our mouths, that you would let us feel, you'd let us see everything that you are doing and nothing that you aren't doing. And Lord, that you would lead us and guide us by your Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. We're at a really interesting time in history, aren't we? I want us to start by reading in Ephesians chapter 5, starting in verse 10. Ephesians 5.10, it's up on the screen. And it says, Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it said, Awake, O sleeper. Rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Now that was reading written a long time ago. But it's so pertinent for this hour that we need to be alert to what the words are saying to us this morning. We need to be on guard, we need to be on alert, we need to have ears to hear and eyes to see what are you doing lord around the earth? And we're not just reacting to one little thing perhaps in Russia and Ukraine. This this is a topic that will be very, very relevant for years to come. And and who knows what's coming after this. We don't know whether life is going to you know, people say we're gonna get back to normal after COVID. Who knows if we're getting back to normal? We may never get back to normal. What if we don't get back to normal? What are we going to do? We need to have our senses in tune with what the Father is doing and saying to his people first, because that's who he speaks to first. And if he can't get through to us, he'll get through to everyone else. And so we need to have our ears open and say, Lord, what are you saying to us? What are you doing on the earth right now? What are you speaking to us? And it's actually really, really hard to hear. I've noticed something. Um, And as a little bit of a joke in our family, since we've moved to the farm about four or five years ago, I have this weird um, fascination with hearing things that are going on around the place. I can hear our little dog barking out. No one else can hear anything. And I'm like, Sasha's barking again. And so 2 a.m. in the morning, I'm out there like feeding or just throwing her something just to shut her up. Uh, My senses in a weird way have just become illuminated uh, since moving there because everything's so much quieter and you can hear everything. You can hear people three k's away, you know, and I can tell which rifle, which farmer's shooting, which rifle right now. It's okay, he's got the 022 it He's got the high velocity. it has got the shotgun. Uh, you know, you just awaken to all this stuff. Uh, and we've talked about our, our kangaroo awakeness. I can tell when there's a male buck kangaroo within a few hundred meters, I can just smell him. I'm serious. They smell like Curry. Go somewhere, I'm dead set serious, go somewhere where they have kangaroos and you go within 20, 30 meters downwind of a male kangaroo and he smells like curry. Am I right or am Karen's nodding her head just in case you can't see. It is a fact. I never knew this stuff. I never knew this stuff until we were void of all the noise, void of all the rush, void of all the cramming, all of the processed cheese living, like a processed cheese punching out, punching out. We do this, we wake up, we do this, we rush, we're in a traffic jam, we go here, we do this, processed cheese. That's why, I mean, I come from a manufacturing background. I know what it's like just spitting out pipes all day long. Stamp them, stamp them, stamp them. And that's how you feel sometimes, isn't it? But when you stop for a minute and you still yourself and you still your mind and you still everything else, your senses become awakened to smell the male kangaroo around you. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you. Still yourself enough, you will smell things you never knew existed. You will smell God's creation and his moving and his ways and his voice in ways you never have before. That's why fasting is such a good thing to do because it stops so many things. And I tell you, you'll hear your tummy grumbling, but you'll also hear him saying things. You'll see him doing things. You might stop a whole lot of daily routine and you'll be like, wow, I can live without doing some of that sort of stuff. Awakening the senses requires discipline. It requires some motivation. And, uh, you know, I joke about some of the things that I do and we do to kind of keep ourselves motivated. Recently, Karen went online and she got a new tool for us to be awakened and motivated. Do you want to know what it is or should I just move on? Well, she bought a big deep freezer that can fit our bodies into it. So of a morning, it's deep freeze dip time. And so if you ever want your senses awakened, oh my goodness. It, it is a way to shock your body into waking up like it is needles. It is needles. And so we have one that we can fully immerse in every single morning. I'll put it on Instagram for you to, and show you. But uh, you yeah, shut the door. Shut the lid. Who said that? <laughs> Noni Potter. <laughs> OK, Don't shut the door. OK. Oh, I'm shocked. You need a Sozo series or Awakening the senses. Sometimes it requires stopping what we're doing and forcing our bodies into being awakened. Now, we don't like this in modern day lifestyle. We like the most painless, easiest, fastest way, fast track, send me a course. In fact, send me the certificate before I even finish the course. Get me the fastest track mode mode of getting the graduation, of getting the promotion, of getting the money, of getting the health, of getting the spirituality. Zap me, zap me, zap me, but don't require me to spend time and hours and processing. Don't we? We live like that. This is not the kingdom way. The kingdom way is completely the opposite. Go to the desert fast. Still the noise Be still and know that I am God. Be still. We have to quieten down all of the noise. We have to quieten down everything else to awaken our senses so that we can actually be aware of what He's doing. I love this bit in in Ephesians where it says, This is why it said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Because it's His light that will awaken other people but we need to be illuminated ourselves. I was talking this week with a bunch of guys and we're kind of like-minded on the whole global situation that's going on now and, you know, like I've said many times, what used to be called conspiracy theory is pretty much rolling out as we watch it and so I'm I'm talking to these guys and they're like-minded I'm like, yeah, this is awesome, this is good, you know, we're, we're getting somewhere but uh, I've realised in, in all the stuff that we can research, all the stuff that, that is going on in the world right now, we need the light of Jesus to shine so bright. So brightly. so brightly, and when you and I have the light of Jesus shining in us, that is what others are going to recognize, that is what others are going to want. There are people crying out for truth right now in the world, they're crying out for truth right now. And as there's wars and rumors, as wars, as Revelation talks about, more and more people are going to be crying out for truth because God uses disruptions. He uses disruptions. He is a disrupting God. You might think, well, that doesn't sound like the Heavenly Father. Read the Bible. Think of Moses. Think of David. Think of Joseph, Esther. I mean, the list goes on. Paul. He disrupts your life and my life to get our attention. So that we would awake, awake, oh sleeper. Because there are times we are sleeping when we don't even know we're sleeping. We think, we think we're think we just going about our daily lives. But God comes, he breaks in with his love and his power and his grace. And he disrupts our routine. And he says, it's time to awaken. It's time to awaken. I want to encourage you. If you feel like you've been a little lethargic, A, get an ice bath. But B, Let him awaken your senses today. Let him awaken your senses. You know, we are spirit, soul, and body. And if you wake up your body, you'll wake up your spirit. There are so many good motivational speakers out there that will teach you this. They don't even need to read the gospel, but it comes from the gospel. If we awaken who we are and we actually get in touch with with that vibrancy of heaven, it awakens something in us. It's just a, it's just a, a, an amazing phenomena. Disruptions do a few things. They make, they get our attention. Disruptions get our attention. I don't know if you've ever invested money, and then there's a, a crash. If you're into Bitcoin, you would have noticed this. It's a roller coaster ride right now. Hang on, okay, hang on. Uh, but, but it's one of those things that if, you, if you've ever done something like that, you know it's like, wow, okay. Uh, and then when there's a crash, it gets your attention. You're looking at it. You're watching. This is what godly disruptions do. They come and awaken us. Now, sometimes he sends them or sometimes he uses them. Whichever way it is, because some people argue, is that earthquake of God, is it God's judgment or is it just the earth groaning or whatever it is? Uh, Who cares? But God's getting people's attention. Right now, the wars and rumors of wars, he's getting our attention because we need him now more than ever before. And so we, we... He gets our attention to listen, and then he shakes off lethargy off us. He begins to awaken us. He begins to awaken the senses. In Proverbs 1 verse 5, in fact, I'll go Revelation 2.29, because that's the order I gave it to the guys in. Revelation 2.29. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. The Spirit right now is speaking to the churches. We need to be on the cutting edge of what he's doing. We don't want to be following just what everyone else is doing. We don't want to just be following a a, a movement or following a whole ideology. We want to be following the Spirit of God. But to be following the Spirit of God, we need to have ears to hear what he's saying. And and we really do. It's It's an interesting thing right now because, you know, politics is so divisive. You know, there's so many things that can be said. But the Spirit of God is dividing between all of that. He is going right in between all of that. And he is saying something. I believe if we will hear what he is saying, he will activate us in, that, in the political arena, in every other arena, but he will surpass all of that. He will surpass all of that with his light, with his power. And that's just not a, a nice mantra because when you and I get awakened, he promises to release his light. Proverbs 1 verse 5 says, A wise man and woman will hear an increase in learning. A man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. There's something about getting together around God's Word, getting with good, wise people, even those who are more advanced than us, who are perhaps in touch with things. But right now in the world, we we just, and most of you will know this, you basically cannot believe a whole lot of what you read. You can't. I mean, especially if you watch mainstream media, I mean, I just laugh. Uh, I, I turned on, I made the mistake of turning on the Today Show the other morning. And, you know, they're talking for half an hour to one guy who, who and the poor guy got stuck in the flood for three hours in Queensland or something. It's like 20 minutes on that. The dude was fine. He had his phone. He was joking along. And I'm like, there's a whole war breaking out in the other side of the world, and you're spending 20 minutes on some dude who's fine. It is rubbish. It is rubbish what is spewed out at us from the mainstream media. And then you, you go on Facebook, and they're trying to censor everything that is godly, everything that is righteous, everything that is true. It's phenomenal who they will, whose pages they will leave up on Facebook and who they will tear down. They control everything. Google controls everything. And it's really, really important that we get wise counsel and we know the signs of the times and we awaken our senses to realize if I'm feeding from that lefty stuff, I am just going to pollute my mind. And you might think, well, where's this going? We need to be so aware of this stuff so we don't get swallowed up by it. Because it's really, really easy to get swallowed up by. I'm not saying we all of a sudden we go the other extreme and go on that bandwagon. No, what I'm saying is let's have ears to hear. Let's ask God to come and awaken our senses so much that maybe even we here in Adelaide can actually be the ones who are saying, wow, this is what we're feeling you do, Lord. But let me warn you, it comes with Stigma. It comes with stigma. When you listen to the spirit and follow him, there is a stigma attached. And therefore, you need to die to popularity, die to some of the influence, and die to some of that and not be sold out or bought out. Because if if you want that, then then you're pretty much just going to go down one way. And so to awaken the senses requires a dying. History shows that. And we, we can see that all over the earth. Matthew 24 6 says, You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. You and I know the good news is Jesus is returning. He's returning sooner now than he was 2,000 years ago when these words are written. These guys thought, This is imminent, this is in my lifetime. I've heard other leaders say when the Jesus people movement was, was happening uh, late last century in the 70s, uh, they said that a lot of the, the young hippies and the young uh, people who were caught up in the Jesus people movement, God touched them and they were baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. They didn't want to go to university because they just knew Jesus was coming any minute now. And he didn't. And so we've got to have both. We've got to have influence. We've got to have wisdom. We've got to have knowledge. We've got to know that Jesus is coming soon. And you might be here this morning and you may have never given your life to Jesus. You might be thinking, what is all this stuff about? Who is this guy raving? I want to tell you, Jesus is coming soon. And if you do not know him, I want to encourage you, give your life to Jesus today. Give your life to Jesus today. It's the best thing you'll ever do. It's the best thing you could ever do. It doesn't pro- promise you millions of dollars or all sorts of fame and fortune, but it promises you the eternal chalice, <laughs> the cup of eternal life. Eternal life. That's what you get granted with eternal life. That's why all these crazy people are in this room today. Eternal life. It's the ultimate prize. There's three levels that we can see God will use. He'll use the global scenario to speak to us. He'll use our local scenario. What have got a local, uh, uh, um, what do we call it, election coming up soon. We've got other events going on. He'll, he'll use local things. He'll also use personal things. All these three levels he'll use to speak to us. So when we're trying to hear from the Lord, what are you saying, Holy Spirit? Look at all three levels. Don't just look at one level and, and try and sort of pick a grape from the distant vine. But actually look at, weigh it up with Scripture. Weigh it up with, what are you saying, Lord? What are you saying to other people? What are you saying on all of these levels? And, and get confirmation and witness and solidarity. And then we know when we're stepping out. And that's, that's why I can say some radical things because we're, we're listening and we're, we're combining. I mean, we have Todd here and I, I think my dad just floated in the back. A backslider up the back there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's a lot of good people around who are very aware of the global agenda. And what are you saying, Lord, in this? How are you moving in this and through this? How are you going to bring about a move of God through this? And I want to kind of summarize this and finish this by quoting from Charles Spurgeon who lived... Uh, last century, great preacher of last century. And this was in 1880. And this is the British Empire. Think of it. He's a British uh, pastor, preacher. And this is at the end of the century, near the end of his life. And, uh, and he's preaching uh, when the British Empire was the ruling, dominating empire. Okay? It wasn't the US. It was the British Empire. And so in, in, with that backdrop, he says this. We are up to the hilt advocates for peace. And we earnestly war against war. I wish that Christian men would insist more and more on the unrighteousness of war, believing that Christianity means no sword, no cannon, no bloodshed, and that if a nation is driven to fight in its own defense, Christianity stands by to weep and intervene as soon as possible and not to join in the cruel shouts which celebrate an enemy's slaughter. Today then, my brethren, I beg you to join with me in this... Seeking renewal. So that's what we're saying to the Lord. It's not we're not cheering on you know uh, this that or the other. Even though that we're aware of what's going on and wars happen whether we like them or not. And 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 it's a you know if we have to fight we have to fight. We're not saying that. But I read this and I thought isn't it interesting at the end of his life and he'd seen other nations being um, invaded and taken over. And he spoke out a lot against that actually, uh, even from the British Empire point of view. And yet, he, at the end of his life, he was able to say, I beg you to join with me in seeking renewal. And that's what we're saying today. Lord, shine your light on us and in us so that you may renew us, that you may awaken us. Because many of us are sleeping, and there's a time, there's times where we've been sleeping. Over the years, but when He truly awakens us, we can see through a whole lot of things. We can see through agendas. We can see through man's movements. We can see through other motivations. And we can see, what are you doing, Lord, in the earth right now? And He's doing greater things we can ever know. He's moving right now. He's moving all sorts of things all over the globe. And it's not so that we can beat a bandwagon and just, you know, go down a certain trap. We're asking him to come and move in unprecedented ways. That's what we're asking him. It's not for right or left. It's God, come. We're seeking you for renewal. Because if this world keeps going the way it's going and other dictators rise up and start taking other other nations, who knows what the world is going to end up like. Who knows whether we're going to go back to that same thing. I was thinking of this when I was thinking of the people in the Ukraine right now and I'm thinking, wow, they would have had, Kids' soccer rosters for Saturday lined up. Oh, I'm taking the kids to soccer on Saturday. Oh, I've got to do the shopping. Oh, okay, we're planning this meeting next month. All of that's gone. All of it's gone. Every little plan, every little idea, everything that they thought was so important, Parliament sitting and all of the different routines of the world and there would have been maintenance on bridges and you think of all of the different civil things that would have been mapped out and they would have been set in stone. They're not set in stone at all. They're not, nothing is set in stone. Nothing that we think is unshakable is unshakable. We finally realize this when God allows disruptions. Awake, awake, O oh sleeper. I, I feel him saying that to us, that he allows disruptions and, and we pray that war never comes to our land. We pray that peace In Europe, we we, we have to be praying for that peace all over Europe, and we have to be praying for that in China and Taiwan and other other nations as well. And so we want to be a people of prayer, praying for them. Uh, But at the same time, we've got to be aware God will allow disruptions to awaken His church. And sometimes it's the cart before the horse, as in sometimes people are prophetic and aware enough to the senses of God to say, God, you don't have to... You know, send an earthquake, we will awaken ourselves. I don't know about you, but I prefer to awaken myself. We had this weird thing when we first moved to the farm, last story. And, and it was, I think it was within our first few weeks of moving there, and, and the dog was going spastic at something, just absolutely crazy, barking his head off barking his head off, and Karen and I were like, what on earth is out there? Are there bears in the forest around us? Like what, it felt like wild, you know, it's just crazy, he's going crazy. So, you know, I grabbed something, I don't know what it was, a cricket bat or something, and, you know, went, went outside, it was kind of obviously dark, and, you know, it's a little bit eerie on a farm, and so I'm going out there, and, what on earth is he going at? And I looked down, and there's an echidna, and this echidna is trying to burrow itself under our house because obviously our house was probably in his path. And when we, before we built it, there was another house there. But anyway, there's an echidna going crazy. And I mean, it absolutely shook me. And I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night because I'm like, there's echidnas around here. I mean, we're only four kilometers from, from the city and it's, it's like wild around here. But this is what God will do sometimes. He will send a Holy Spirit echidna to awaken you and it will be the most random stupid weird scenario that will get our attention I was talking to Pat Mercedes this week it's a dangerous thing to do bless you Pat if you ever see this I don't think he watches our stream we, we, we need megaphones like Pat Mercedes, I'm telling you. He rocks some boats, yes. He says some things that are very emotive, yes. But without megaphones like him around the place stretching us to, to hear some of the stuff and to challenge some of the status quo, then there's a whole lot of silence. And you know, you, you never know when a Pat Mercedes may be your defender. You never know when he may be your defender. I say that because we have a Christian school, and he's one who's willing to stand up and fight for Christian schools. And we're hypocrites if we just say, well, we better stay silent and status quo and let someone else fight the fight for our own school or for our own church, because in five years it might be just for the freedom to do what we're doing today, or speak the way we're speaking today. I'm speaking, you're not, I am. <laughs> awake, awake, O oh sleeper. We're going to need to awaken to a new level. And we're going to need to see the disruptions of the Lord. Even though they may not be sent of him, he will use them. And if you're sitting here today and you don't know Jesus, I want to implore you, give your life to Jesus. You can do it just by sitting here today. As we wrap up today, we're going to, in fact, Zeph's going to come up and we're just going to have some music. It doesn't do anything for your salvation. It's all about your spirit. But let's stand this morning. I want us to pray. Awesome. Just lift your hands to him and just let him awaken your spirit for a minute. I know you are already and you guys are an amazing bunch. Karen and I say it all the time. I know we say that all the time. But you're an amazing bunch of hungry people who want righteousness and truth and you want God to move. And we bless you for that. We bless you for that. And you even excuse all my weird stories and things as well, which is even better. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come today and that you would speak to us and that you would awaken our senses. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would touch our ears today to hear from you. That you would touch our senses to be aware of how you are leading us and guiding us in fresh new ways. We say, come, Holy Spirit. Come and speak to us. Use us as lighthouses to the nation. Use us as lighthouses to the city of Adelaide. Lord, we pray renew the city of Adelaide. Renew us. Renew the church in this city. In Jesus' name, renew us. Awaken us. We say, awake, awake, O sleeper, the church of Adelaide. Us, we are the church of Adelaide. And we say, come Holy Spirit, let us hear you. Let us see you. I ask Holy Spirit for anyone who's here today that does not know you. Now's the time to get right with him. Now's the time to get right with him. If you haven't been walking with him, give your life to Jesus this morning. Don't let another day go by without meeting with Jesus. Don't let another day go by or someone else trying to convince you when Jesus is face to face with you. Give Him your life, even right now. Just say, Jesus, I'm yours. Jesus, wash me of my sin. I believe in you. I believe you died. I believe you rose again, and you're going to set me free and give me eternal life. In Jesus' name. It's free. It's easy. There's no manipulation. There's no coercion. You're not a number for us. You don't owe us anything. So if you need to do that, just do business with Jesus, right now, if you've been walking away from Him, walk to Him today. Say, I'm for you, Jesus. I'm for you, Jesus. I'm with you, Jesus. If you've been asleep and too scared to even speak up for righteousness, or you've just been worried about a whole lot of things, then I want to encourage you. The Holy Spirit wants to awaken us. He wants to renew us. He wants to secure us. In the things of heaven, in righteousness and truth. And Lord, I pray today that you would move on our hearts. That you would move on our hearts to hear from you, to be mouthpieces of righteousness. That this region would be overwhelmed with lighthouses people who will carry the power and the presence and the love of Jesus in this hour. In this hour, even when there's wars and rumours of wars, you'll shine your light. You will use disruptions to awaken us. And we say, awaken, awaken, O city of Adelaide. O churches of Adelaide, awaken in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Give someone a high five or a 10 or whatever you're comfortable with.